This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas here with Father Mike Malloy. And we're live on Facebook. You have a few moments to get on and, and check out what the beautiful stained glass window looks like behind us. In addition to the two beautiful people sitting in front of us. Oh. Oh, oh Father. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Actually, three now. We got Tanya here with us. So. Oh, 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 Father. And I thought you were talking about us women. <laughs> All right. Well, before we head in to our next segment, I want to invite all of you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, submit a prayer intention for prayerfully yours, and see the latest cancellations and announcements. Be sure to check out realpresenceradio.com. Wonderful. And uh, we are very blessed to have with us uh, for this segment... um, Two people that I, I know and, and work with, um, very much enjoy being with very much, and I asked them to come in and just talk to us a little bit about their personal journey of faith. Now, so that people aren't just terribly like, what does that mean? And I couldn't do that. Um, you know, basically, uh, how have you encountered and experienced God in your life? How is your how has your faith helped to shape and form who you are and, and what you do and the decisions you make. And so I thought it would be great just to have a couple of, of, of our, our staff here, seeing how we're in the new Chancery building, and we just talked about the new Chancery building. We talked about it. We met, visited with our new bishop. And just to say, um, where have you been on your faith journey? We have with us today Dan Brechtel. Dan, are you there? Good morning. I am. Good morning. morning. Dan's with us on, on via phone. He works out at the uh, pastoral center, or out at the, uh, excuse me, the retreat center. And then we have Tanya Cooper sitting here in the office with us, whom you can all see if you're on Facebook uh, Live. So uh, thanks for being on the air with us. We'd like each of you just tell us a little bit about yourself, not so much your faith journey, but just background. Tanya, we'll start with you. Sure. Yeah, I'm a wife to an awesome husband, and I'm a mother of two boys. Uh, Jared is 10, and Tyler is 13. And Father Mike, you just confirmed Tyler a couple of weeks ago at St. Michael's in Hermosa, which was amazing. It was all live-streamed. It was very intimate, and so we were very thankful that you were able to be there for us and our family. Um, I moved, I was in uh, Minnesota all of my life. I was born and raised, so I have that in common with Bishop-elect. And 13 years ago, we moved here to South Dakota so that um, we could be here for my husband's job. And then in the course of things, that changed, and I decided that I think it was time to come back to work and not be a stay-at-home mom anymore. And that's when I got in touch with Margaret, and she said, yeah, we'll go ahead and take a chance. Father Mike knows me, and so I think I had a little bit of an in there, and I've been the receptionist for the last two years. And um, hopefully um, in my new position now, I will be uh, working closely with Father Mike as uh, he hopefully will be returning to vicar, and I will be his secretary. And then I will also be working as secretary for a vocations department and with Deacon Greg Sass in Diaconate. So Wonderful. I'm, hopefully, hopefully that'll be a, a good spot for me to be. It'll be good. And Dan, a little bit about yourself. Um, just a normal layperson in the Catholic faith. I'm married to my wife of 19 some years now. Um, I'm blessed with five children, Taylor, Ashley, Grace, Maria, and Maria Levon. Um, work for the Diocese of City, as you said, uh, out here at Terrasanta Retreat Center as a facility manager. I just try to maintain things, so it's, it's a pleasant, peaceful place to be at. All right. And uh, I've been, like I said, I've been blessed to know both of you. Um, so, uh, 
let's Tanya, let's go back to you and say so um, we talk about your personal faith journey just tell a little bit of, little bit about that about growing up Catholic and um, how you think God has been present in your life yeah I, I've been a cradle Catholic my mom did well to make sure that we were at mass me and my brother were at mass whenever it was needed and um, all holy days of obligation which I think as a young mother then, that was probably difficult for her because she was not a single mom, but just the only one that was participating. My dad never went to church. And so I saw, it wasn't really a struggle, but I just saw that it was really important that that was what she was holding on to. So I've taken that forward with myself, knowing that I am the sole proprietor of getting this family to go to church. You know, my husband definitely goes, but I'm the one that really helps that situation along. Like, okay, we have to have this child baptized. You know, that that was kind of something that I did, and my husband was kind of on the standby. So um, as the years have gone on, I've just held on to that and grown, and especially now with my job, really being able to learn on a day-to-day basis, you know, what it means to be Catholic and who we are. And, you know, now with our teams coming together, you know, really figuring out what our will, what God's will is for our lives, not what we want to do, but what God wants us to do. And that is something that I'm working on, and I think we all are working on every day. Yeah. Dan, and you grew up Catholic as well, is that right? Yeah, I did. Um, I was born into a family of... Mm, Catholic practicing people. Um, my grandparents were huge influence on my parents uh, and my dad. was of course Catholic. My mom converted shortly uh, after they got married. Um, let's see. Yeah, that would be it. Okay. Um, you always went to church, I know. Oh, yes. We, we go to church uh, daily. Or yeah. not daily, weekly. Weekly, um, yeah. So... Uh, so, Tanya, have there been any moments in your life when, you know, probably more in your adult life when your faith wasn't strong? Oh, you skipped over the teenage years. That's exactly when it was that I wasn't strong. <laughs> well, it, those talk were, about that. That's fine. Those were difficult years, and I don't know if it's just because of a girl coming of age, turning into a woman, but there was constant fights between me and my mom, and I thought that was horrible. But then something changes, and you come back like, yes, Mom, you were right. Yes, Dad, I didn't mean to do that when I was young and stupid, I guess. But uh-huh. um, I, I would definitely say that that was when I was not strong in my faith at all. Even though I went through all the steps and I, I went to confirmation, you know, I, I did all those things and I went and learned all my stuff. But, you know, I somehow got stuck in that. And I'm sure that's common with any teenagers because that's just a sign of the times, I hope. Yeah. Okay. Dan, was there a period of time in your life when you weren't strong in your faith? Just one? Is that all you want to hear about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, when I uh, first graduated high school, I kind of fell away from the church for three or four years, and and during that time, I uh, got welcomed back to the faith um, through, my, um, through my parents, uh, mostly. They continued to invite me to attend church and participate in, in the sacraments uh, as best as they could. Um, of course, I wasn't practicing at the time, so wasn't being very good to my confirmation at that time. But uh, but since then, I've been pretty pretty uh, consistent, uh, faithful, and practicing. Okay. So, um, Tanya, um, 
what would you say, um, I'm going to combine kind of two questions. First of all, what would you say is important about living your faith life and what advice would you give to other people in terms of exploring their own faith? What would I say is important for living faith today? Well, I think right now in particular, you know, for sure God doesn't give anything to us that we can't handle, but I think right now with this pandemic, he is showing us that for sure we're not in charge and, you know, what are our priorities? Are we constantly praying? You know, where where are we looking in this time of uncertainty? Um as far as my advice for people looking to uh, grow their faith, I think it helps to surround yourself with the right kind of people. Yes. And I know that I'm in the right spot for sure. So yeah. I'm very happy about that. But um, I think too, just really, you know, staying strong in your prayer life or get your prayer life. If you're not praying, that's the most crucial thing. It's like an exercise. You do it every day. You get stronger. You know, God is with you at all times when you are aware of that relationship when you're developing that relationship on a daily basis mm-hmm. okay uh dan what about um you know what uh what would you say is important about living your faith life and what kind of advice would you offer to people maybe to the men out there who are um like you just a, a lay person you know well like you said um trying to stick to practicing your faith but but find people that uh, share some similarity in that. And if you don't know about your faith, grow in it. Learn about him. Uh, study. Practice. Uh, go on to, to do things with other men like-minded. Um, always growing in your faith. Um, I try to seek uh, the truth, the goodness, and the beauty in life, um, which is kind of the, the core element of, of the faith. And um, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, Anything else? Any final thoughts uh, you'd have, Tanya, for us as we kind of wrap up our interview? I don't really have anything in particular other than, you know, it's okay to just be a lay Catholic person because we are the people who make up the parishes and we are the people that, you know, are are trying to find God in everyday life, what this is about. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, Dan, do you have any final thoughts or reflections for us? You know, a lot of times we use words that people don't know, like layperson, for example, might not be a common known word, and that word uh, just means that I'm not ordained to be religious. I'm a common person, and yep. I do my job to help support the, uh, the religious and, and the lay people in my community. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we, we appreciate, um, you know, part of why what I suggested that we have this kind of segment is, is to allow people to um, realize that you know, people who walk the streets, who go to work, who raise families, um, that they also have a faith life and a responsibility and a task. As our, our former bishop said, we're called to, to um, you know, develop and live out our own holiness, our own call to follow the Lord. And you guys have given us some great things to reflect on and, and see examples of how that how that can be done. So we thank both of you for being with us. Hope you have a great day. Thank you, Father. Thank All you. Right. God bless. All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to pray the rosary for all of the intentions that you have. So we encourage you to stay with us as we um, uh, continue with Real Presence Radio. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 